Are you ready? It's time. For the Beast Cast. Excellent. Perfect. Welcome to the Beast Cast, episode 23. We're going nuts. We're going absolutely insane. We're going bonkers off the walls. We're like rugrats out here. I'm going to need meds. going to need meds. I'm on, yeah, as always, I'm here with Raven Bones. Um, and also, as always, I'm on my assortment of medications that consist of Batfleck, uh, Dave Batista, and MCU drama, which, despite we always shitting on, is always uh, fun to talk about. <clears throat> so, <laughs> welcome. Um, we have a couple. We have a couple cool segments that we were gonna do today. Uh, one of them, I'm I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping Raven brought a couple cool, interesting uh, thoughts to the thoughts to the table. Brought uh, brought a couple plates to the table so I can chow off of. But I also brought a couple plates to the table to chow off of. And one of my plates is <clears throat> the title of this episode: "F it, rewrite it all." And that is, for some odd reason, in, hold on, my mic's peaking a little bit, for some odd reason, in um, the new era of cinema, specifically with superhero movies or movies like uh, that have connected universes, like Star Wars, we're just deciding to rewrite it all. So we might as well just go on this rabbit hole of why the heck is everybody deciding to rewrite stuff. Um, so before I give my... Uh, thousand brain IQ take. Raven, do you want to kind of go over why you think maybe everybody's trying to rewrite every single universe that's existing? Uh, because they're out of ideas and they realize they messed up. Great. Perfect. So that's exactly what I wanted you to say. I figured you were going to say that. So a recent article came out. Um, we'll get into the DCU bullshit. Um, I'm trying to put in as many s words as possible in this episode no i'm kidding i i um so so here is the article uh the marvel one it's on the screen the picture is uh secret wars will set up a completely new mcu timeline let me just read the um the article at least the synopsis of the article okay here is the synopsis of the article uh, according to insiders, uh, Avengers Secret Wars will completely set up a new MCU timeline going forward. Kevin Feige reported reportedly wants to film wants to film. Gosh, I cannot read this morning. Wants the film to be a send off to not only the current MCU but all of Marvel movies that came before Iron Man. Um, it will be a soft reboot to make way for something all new, all different, and potentially leading to new casting and actors. What are your thoughts on this? That's how the article ends. Or at least that snippet of it ends. <clears throat> so my question to you is: Do you think that this will be a successful reboot? No. Uh, I mean, it depends on what they decide to do. I mean, they want to rewrite everything with brand new casting, and I guess it's going to have to depend on that casting and how well they make those movies because those old movies like Iron Man were, were absolute bangers. People thought Iron Man was going to bomb and that it was going to be crap because of Robert Downey Jr. And then they, it turned out to be one of the best MCU films. So I don't know what they could do better. 
Well, yeah, and and I mean, here here's the thing too, and I feel like Marvel's kind of, I don't know why they're doing this. They're kind of, it's kind of like um, you do as you see and not see as you do, you know, um, because they're kind of they they have a point right now where they have essentially DC as shot itself in the foot, right? The Warner Brothers has shot itself in the foot with with uh, the DCU and the DCEU, and right now currently they have them at the jugular like they marvel is a wolf okay and they have the human dc literally they have their entire throat in their jugular and all they have to do is bite down but for some reason they're just letting go and they're just letting them continue to frolic around and not end essentially dc at entirely dc is in a is in complete shambles right now this would be the perfect time to step in you know and and take and take action like with making like great like great movies that are going to compete in the market but instead they keep doing these stupid decisions and now like even talk about basically rewriting the timeline with new cast and actors well it just sounds exactly what dc's doing right now you know like it it sounds like the exact same thing which i don't understand i don't understand like the the reasoning behind it like they surely they don't think if they recast iron man that it's going to do better than robert downey jr's iron man there's just no way no, there's no way. And to be honest, if they decide to reboot and redo a storyline, it means that all my tears and emotions that I had for the lead up of the Infinity Stones and Thanos were for absolutely nothing. Exactly. Like like you're telling me that this last 10 years of of heartbreaking moments of some of the greatest action scenes of all time are, are essentially for nothing. I mean, that's kind of the big thing with the DCU, why I wasn't a fan of it, because it was like, you're essentially just telling me that everything I've ever watched from DC, gosh, my fucking finger, um, everything we've watched from DC is just, it doesn't matter. Nope. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't rewatch it even. You know what? Don't even go ahead and rewatch it, you know, because it's not even worth it because we're going to make better stuff. Like, are you, are you really like, surely there's got to be people who are telling them don't do this, like in, in their companies, like. Like, are they not surveying people to see, like, what they... Like, back in the day, you used to survey people, like, okay, what did you... Like, early screening, what did you guys think of this movie? Oh, it was crap. Ah, crap. Well, now we gotta rewrite it and redo stuff. I feel like now they just, like, the the studio heads are just like, well, this is how I envisioned it, so yeah, this is exactly how we gotta do it. And they're like, but, but, and they're like, what do you mean, but? You're fired. Get out of here. You know? Like, that's kind of how I feel yeah. like it is right now, like... Like, essentially, these studio heads are just making movies so they can just, like, sit down and be like, oh, yeah, great, great movie. God, I'm glad I I'm glad I greenlit this one. This is my favorite movie of all time because I'm the one who wrote the whole thing. Like, <laughs> there is there yeah. is no substance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is no substance to anything that is being made anymore, I feel like, from from either of these companies, essentially. I mean, somehow we, we got movies like that actually were kind of good, like The Suicide Squad by James Gunn and The Batman. And the and you know we had Peacemaker too, which was kind of funny. Uh, I don't think you could really call it substance, but it was still a good show. Uh, it's kind of like, uh, but no, yeah, like I I don't I I just I don't understand like what why everybody thinks we need to rewrite it. Like are polls showing that people don't want like the current actors in universe anymore, or like what it like what. What are they? What are they trying to get at? 
I honestly think that if the polls are showing that they don't like the current casting and actors and universe, that rather than rebooting an entire MCU, they just continue with the ones people do like and then recast everything else and actually come up with something good. Because for me, one of the magics that created the MCU was you got, oh, look, Iron Man. Oh, look. Even at the time, it wasn't um, uh, Mark Ruffalo. Uh, It was that other guy playing the Incredible Hulk. Um, And then you had Thor, and then you had Captain America, and we're all sitting here like, oh, is there a chance that there could be an Avengers? Like, this would be amazing on screen. Like, these people, when they were first starting out the MCU, they were actually just experimenting and they were just writing and improvising how they would want a story to come out. And then essentially we got the first Avengers movie where they're just like, yeah, we're giving it our best. And, you know, you could tell that it was all in its infancy. And and, and when we finally got to see all of them on screen with an invasion of New York, we were all literally pissing our pants going, yeah, this is what we always wanted. And it's kind of like you can't recreate that moment of making cinema history with having all of our beloved characters on screen again. Yeah, and I also feel like the problem was they had great casting choice and people fell in love with them and then they just kind of stripped most of them away from from every series they were ever in. Like, I mean, the thing is, is Chris Hemsworth, I mean, yeah, people like him. But, I mean, his most recent Thor movie wasn't that well-received. Actually, it was horrible. Uh, yeah. And, and Captain America's gone. Mark Ruffalo is, like, just a big Hulk now. Like, he's just CGI completely. We don't even see the human version of the... We don't see Dr. What's-his-name? Banner, right? Yeah, Dr. Banner anymore. It's just, I am Hulk. Like, we are Hulk. And then um, Iron Man's gone. Everybody's gone. Like, everybody cool is gone, I feel like. No offense to, like, Tom Holland and all them, but I just, like, sorry, guys. You guys will never be as good as, oh, Black Widow's gone, too. Yeah, Black Widow, pretty much, like, like yeah, Scarlett Johansson's gone. Everybody's gone, dude. Like, there's nothing left. Like, there is there is nothing left that makes me want to watch these films, hardly. Like, you, can't, you cannot tell me that. I mean, supposedly Hugh Jackman's going to be as Wolverine in Secret Wars, which, I mean, okay. Sure. And then... Woo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think I think the problem is, is there's no Ryan Gosling in the MCU. If there was a Ryan Gosling, it'd be all right. <clears throat> what do you do? I drive. I think the only way to save it is to finally include Deadpool. Deadpool, and then they have to bring back Iron Man somehow. I know it'd be cliche as hell, but it would be the only way. I think bringing back the high evolutionary as well. That he would be he would be fun to have Deadpool. You know what? Be, do you know what'd be a really cool idea? Is do like what regular show did that one time, where uh, you take every single villain they ever had and put them in a massive battle with the with the heroes, like Thanos style. You know, like the Thanos style at the end of Endgame. Like yeah. essentially have every single villain who has ever fought come back, and they they make a league of villains, and they come and they just. They 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 want to destroy not just the Avengers but everything. That would be badass. That's the only way I think it'd be worth watching. The budget on that on that fight alone would have to be so through the roof. It would not be profitable. I agree. 
Screw it. Let's just, you know what? If we're rewriting everything, let's just include every single thing into one cinematic universe. Let's just make one big cinematic universe. Let's get Godzilla in there, King Kong in there. Let's get Star Wars in there. Frick it. Let, let, dude, let's put the Did you see the there. edit somebody made where he added all the movie universes yes. to the, yeah. yes. Indiana Jones, to... freaking, oh my gosh. Yeah, we need to do all that. All the Disney movie universes. We have random Pinocchio coming through a portal. <laughs> but the one from the game Lies of P, you know, that one, that one would be nice. You know, just Food Winnie the Pooh. Oh, yeah. No, they can't do that. It would be banned in China. Oh, shit. That's right. And they, they, they need their movies in China. Fuck. All right. Well, uh, uh, who, who do we include instead of Winnie the Pooh? Uh, oh, Kermit. There you go. Kermit, you're uh, here. Yeah, Kermit. We could do Kermit. Hey, could you tell me uh, which ways to uh, St. Louis? Yeah, Punch it's back, back the way. Notre Dame. Yeah, it's back the way you came. Freaking, have you ever seen that episode of Family Guy? Where it's the guy yeah. scrolling down the strolling down the river. Kermit's sitting there with a freaking shotgun on the boat. Yeah, it's back the way you came. <laughs> yeah, Family Guy is dark, dude. There's some fun there's some fun episodes of Family Guy. Oh yeah, we can include Family Guy in there too. The Peter Copter, Stewie. Yeah, oh, dude. It, gosh. The ultimate crossover. Hey, you know, at least it'd be something they're attempting. Dude, think about how expensive that would be, but literally every single person in existence would go see that movie. That would be a that would be almost a seven seven billion like view movie on opening weekend. <clears throat> you you would have to you would have to essentially just astral project the the movie into the into the sky. Because you couldn't crowd enough people into spaces to watch it. <laughs> astral projected. But yeah, so no, I feel like they've kind of just screwed everything up. And so another thing too, now this is this is the other part of my uh <clears throat> my my beginning pictures. Uh Dave Batista, you see him right there, the cool guy. Hey, I'm Drax. You know, I, I can't do his voice. I don't know. That was oh, yeah. a Kermit the Frog. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm, uh, I'm gonna eat these crunchy what what is the what is the thing that he always is munching on in Guardians of the Galaxy? Drax, have you been here the whole time? He goes, yes. But anyways, so, yeah, so Dave Bautista, he, uh, he apparently, well, he did an interview, and he apparently said that he wanted to play Bane so badly, he essentially begged Christopher Nolan on his knees to, to let him play Bane, and they said, nah. And he was like, dude, please. And they were like, nah. And he was like, oh, man. So... He apparently went to. He is apparently in talks with James Gunn, and he wants to play Bane, whether it's in the Robert Robert Pattinson's Batman or in the DCU. He doesn't care. He just wants to play Bane. So now that begs a question: if if Dave Batista gets into this role, because <clears throat> there's been some leaks about some about casting a Batman. There's been leaks about Jake Gyllenhaal, Jensen Ackles. My thoughts are, if you had to cast, like, okay, so so Ben Affleck's like, no, I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. I don't want to do this anymore. And you don't want to get George Clooney. You have to recast a new, you know, semi-older Batman, like, in his 40s. Who are you casting, realistically? I want to hear from you. So we have Dave Bautista as, like, a Bane for a villain setup for the DCU, okay? So who do you think would match that energy well? You would you see somebody Ooh. like Jensen Ackles or or like Jake Gyllenhaal or 
would you maybe see somebody else in the role to match that energy? Oh, dude, this is a hard question, man. <laughs> That's what I said. I was picking my brain about it. Like, I, I don't know. Like, because the thing is, is it's like there's so many people that I think could play a good Batman. But, you know, we, we've seen that happen with George Clooney. Yeah, they can play a good Batman, but it doesn't mean they're a good Batman. You know, George Clooney was a great actor in the 90s and everybody loved him. Well, 80s and 90s and everybody loved him and wanted to be him. Pretty boy, you know, rich pretty boy. And he played a good Bruce Wayne. I can't stand the nipples on the suit, but I guess he was in. Yeah, he was not a good. <laughs> nipples Batman suit is a no. That's why I'm glad they didn't freaking go any further with that that cameo of George Clooney because I was if he would have if he would have showed up with nipples on his Batman suit I would have walked out of the theater. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even kidding. There is you cannot convince me that is that is worthwhile. Nah, you're right. You're right. You know it would and call call me call me dumb, but what if uh, Nicolas Cage became Batman? <laughs> Whoa, 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 whoa! That is that is we crazy. We get a buffed Barry. out, roided Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Dude, there's I can't, I can't. I'm sorry, but I'm trying to picture this in my head right now. I just cannot see Nicholas Cage. I can see him as like a Bruce Wayne. Like I could maybe, maybe, yeah, I could see him like as Bruce Wayne. But I can't see him as Batman. <laughs> you know, they they say. How did, how did, God, I can't do, dude, his voice is hilarious. The freaking, Rachel, where is she? I put her on 31st Street. He could be threatening to take a face off. <laughs> he takes off his mask. Oh, shit, put it back on, dude, please. Oh, lordy. I think, I think, uh, Nicholas Cage is a pretty good looking dude, actually. How old is yeah. he? Is he pushing in his 60s now? Um, I'm actually not sure. Let's see, Nick. 59, uh, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, 59. Well, I hate to break it to you, but he's exactly almost the same age as Ben Affleck, isn't he? So, isn't Ben Affleck like 50? Oh, no, never mind. Whoa, Ben Affleck's way younger. Whoops, sorry. I'm sorry, Ben. Yeah, ben Affleck is 51. I, I will never, I'm sorry, I will never, ever, ever do that to you ever again. Mr. Affleck. George Clooney's getting up there, too. <clears throat> um, How old is Bale? Isn't Bale, like, 50-something? I have no idea. Um, Christian Bale is 49. Dang! You know, have you ever noticed that? I don't know if it's just me, and maybe I'm being an asshole, but Christian Bale looks old for 49, doesn't he? Am I the only one that thinks that? Like maybe uh, you're, you're not the only one that thinks that. Um, if it seems like in one camera angle he's normal, and then the next he uh, forgot to do his American Psycho morning workout. Yeah, I was gonna say because like he's not that old because he was only about twenty. I want to say he was only about twenty six or 25 when he filmed American Psycho but like yeah like I, I don't know like he looks so so much older than I like ex 
you know, maybe, do you think it has something to do with all the steroids and stuff he took? I mean, yeah, it could be. I mean, he took so much crap to be able to fit the body weight of roles that I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. Yeah, because, yeah, dude, I just, I, Christian Bale is, is set to play as new Superman. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, how funny would that be? Where's Lois? <laughs> Where is she? Uh, but I think Jake Gyllenhaal... Here's the thing about Jake Gyllenhaal. As a, as a Batman, no. As a Bruce Wayne, no. Like, I just don't think he fits either of them. You know what? Maybe as a Batman... But he's got a... Here's the thing about his face shape. You gotta really, like... He's got a, he's got a very distinct jawline. Like, that's the thing about Robert Pattinson's, too. Robert Pattinson's got a very distinct face. So it's really hard to make, you know, the mask work properly. And I just feel like he would fall under that same category where... You're gonna get this. You're gonna get this kind of like um, weird looking mask face thing. I, mm -hmm. I, you want my opinion? Jensen Ackles is probably my favorite person if they had to play Batman. Okay. I mean, no, go ahead. I'll I'll let you go ahead. I'll let you go ahead. Okay, no, I was just saying okay to you. Uh, and then I had the dumbest idea pop into my head to ever happen. What 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 if we got Johnny Depp? Whoa, Mister Johnny D. Johnny, I think I think he can get in shape for it. You know, I agree. He's at that age. He okay. He's at sixties, but that's still like that age pool that they're looking for. They're looking for the kind of older guy who you could. I mean, you can make him look 40 if you try it, you know? I mean, if it's not that, then I guess we have one, only one option left. Uh, we're going to have to cast Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is Batman? I don't know Bringing if I want to. Here, here's here's the, the problem. Here's the problem with, with Keanu Reeves and Johnny Depp. I don't want to see either of them. Well, okay, Johnny Depp I've seen with short hair. So I like, I don't mind Johnny Depp with short hair. The thing about keanu reeves with short hair is he's become so defined by his longer hair that i just i don't know if i want he's gonna have to cut his hair if he becomes batman essentially i mean i just i don't know man i don't know if i want to see that i i want you to imagine just for a moment that keanu reeves they bring the john wick universe into the new batman universe <laughs> Keanu Reeves isn't really dead as John Wick. He's still alive and nobody knows, not even Winston. And he becomes Batman and he arrives at the Continental ready to bring the pain. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I I actually that would be Okay, here. <laughs> that's what I mean like, dude, we got to we got to do a big big like all-in-one universe. So, okay, so you know Clancy Brown, the guy who plays in John Wick 4? What if he comes back as Alfred? Do you? He, he's the voice of Mr. Krabs, too. I just love that. I love that Clancy Brown. <laughs> he just, he plays, he also played in um, Detroit to Become Human, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a, there, there's a scene in Detroit to Become Human. Somebody's just screaming. Oh, it's a dog. Okay. Um, I'll find it. Clancy Brown. 
swearing Detroit to become human. Okay, viewer discretion is advised. Maybe. No, never mind. I'm not going to play it. Nope, I won't do it. Um, but, <clears throat> no, essentially he, yeah, like hearing him swear, like I remember hearing, I'm like, that voice sounds familiar. I was like, that voice really sounds familiar. Who is that? And then all of a sudden, I, I, in my mind, like I was like at school that day, right? When, when Detroit to Become Human, or no, no, it was, it was right after, it was like the last day of school when Detroit to Become Human, like, dropped, like the, and I remember it was like the last day of school and we were like doing all the fun stuff that you do in like ninth grade, you know, where you're just like, I'm going to do nothing because I got my whole life ahead of me. And I was like, I was trying to think of like, I was like, who the frick is that guy? Like who voice acts him? And like in my head, like it flashed into my mind. And I just, I'm not even kidding. I just hear the, ar, 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 like the, the laugh in my head. And I was like, it's Mr. Krabs, dude. No way. It's him. And I looked it up and I was like, it is him. It's him. And oh my gosh, dude. I, I, I was laughing for an hour straight at it because it was like, I can't imagine him ever in a serious role. <laughs> and he plays in John Wick 4 too. Which also kind of was the same thing where I was like, dude, I just can't, I just cannot, I, I can't take my, I can't take him seriously. Not when he played in Spongebob. Speaking of Spongebob, have Bro. you ever noticed how many weird, um, like, dark Easter eggs there are in that, in that show? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like I, the I Nosferatu, then who is flickering the lights? And like the, uh... What was the other one? There was another big one where they were like fishing. Um, what's it called? Um, yeah, there was like one when there was fishing, right? It was called. Jelly fishing? No, it was fishing with John. It was a show in the 90s. And there's like they pulled a scene from the show and put it into the into the into SpongeBob. For some reason. It was really weird. There in in like all the wasn't there like supposedly an episode where fucking Squidward kills himself, but that was actually just a creepypasta or something. Uh I don't know, man. Like I remember he, like the the eyes thing, you know, where he's got like the the bloody eyes, you know the picture I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's what that that's like what the thing is. Okay, I have an idea. What's okay. Idea? Stay with me because this is going to sound real stupid. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. All right. This is this is an idea for a Batman movie, okay? Okay. So, you have a aging crippled Bruce Wayne who is a vegetable and bedridden. Can't do anything. Okay. So Alfred, who is casted by Mads Mikkelsen, trains himself in fighting and puts on the the costume and goes out there and does the crime fighting for Bruce Wayne so people don't suspect it to be Bruce Wayne after becoming a vegetable. That Batman disappears. Why do you want Mads Mikkelsen in particular? <laughs> Why, why, why in particular do you just want Mads Mikkelsen? Man, why? that dude's still ripped. Like, we need to get that going before he loses it. <laughs> okay, I hear what you're saying. 
but let me counter. Imagine Alfred as a Batman. <laughs> let me count. Let me counter that offer, okay? <clears throat> what if? And you got to bear with me here, okay? Or should I say wolf with me? Here? Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Well, I got. I got an idea for a uh, Batman movie. <clears throat> Get this. Batman. It's like Batman Beyond, essentially, right? Where he's like uh, the the you know the the cool futuristic twenty ninety nine Batman and all that stuff, but he's not actually called the Batman. <clears throat> Get this. This is what his name is. Are you ready? Huh. He's called Man Bat, and <laughs> and he's play he's play he's played by Timothy Chalamet. Oh my god, no. No. <laughs> and he speaks he only, <laughs> he only he speaks like Yoda. He speaks like Yoda where the where the beginning of sentences goes at the end. <laughs> because he's no. man bat. <laughs> oh god. You know, I was actually trying to be serious with my <laughs> Timothy oh, Shell. Matthew McConaughey is Batman. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Dude, Matthew, Leo is Batman? No, no. He could be a good Bruce Wayne. He could, but he sucks. Matthew McConaughey. Is, Matthew McConaughey is, is him, dude. He's tall. He's still fit. And he's charming. Oh, that's true. And, you got to get somebody who's tall, too. Yeah, and he's charming, and he looks like the type of dude you can expect to be rich and, uh, you know, uh, you know, yeah, rich. <laughs> I want to take a pick. What car to buy inside my car? Yeah. Dude, freaking uh, Matthew is Matthew is hilarious, dude. I love that guy. What's your favorite Matthew McConaughey role? Like the movie he ever played in? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I got to refresh my memory on them because it, I've seen so many. Because um, I'm not going to do the freaking cliche thing and say Interstellar. Um, <laughs> <'cause that's, laughs> I uh, For the very little he was in The Wolf of Wall Street, I thought his character was kind of funny. It's very nice. It's, it's, it's imaginary. It's not fucking real. And he like does a little thing with his mouth. I thought that... He's, he plays. He's in the movie for maybe five minutes, but I love it. Um, I liked his. I liked the movie. Um, a, a Tropic Thunder. His. his <laughs> yes, him and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh huh. <laughs> Dude, how did they get away with making Tropic Thunder in two thousand eight? <laughs> because it they it's just it's called the rule the world is not dictated by offended people on the internet just make something <laughs> if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't but at least try to have heart when you do it <laughs> oh my god I, robert downey and jr. good writing <laughs> robert downey jr is hilarious talking to me cracker goes, man what what <laughs> Uh, he played in what else did he play in that I thought he was pretty good in? He played in the Lincoln Lawyer movie. Oh, I thought he was pretty good. God, what's that movie? 
God, why am I not thinking of it? He played in that movie. It was in the 90s. It it had um had Sandra Bullock in it and Samuel Jackson. Can't think of the movie. I'm going to look it up. Oh, okay, hold on. Oh, A Time to Kill. That movie is pretty good. Ooh, it has Kevin Spacey in it, really? Rip Kevin Spacey. Amazing. Castle House of Cards. You know what was funny is <laughs> this was funny. So before the Kevin Spacey controversies were breaking out, I was just like, huh, I keep hearing House of Cards is a good show. Let me uh let me I guess let me start it up because there's multiple seasons now. And I made it like to the middle of season two, seeing basically how I would imagine a very realistic depiction of our politicians acting towards each other. And all of a sudden, there is the Kevin Spacey news breaking out in real life about him doing something and uh, ruining his life. And I was all like, hmm, you know, it feels like the script to this show. So I don't know. I guess that's what happens. Screwed over. He, uh, yeah. <clears throat> what was it? Was that the first ever, like, true, like, Netflix original show? Yeah. House of Cards was, like, the the one that was bringing in all the dough aside from daredevil and then didn't that was netflix the one that had uh what was it something is the new black orange is the new black, is new black. Yeah. was that also a netflix show right yeah that was a netflix show weird it's crazy to think like how those shows like are 10 years old and stuff and they were netflix original shows what a time we live in man i know like how goes by. how how is that even possible like, how, how, I don't even get it, dude. Oh, speaking of time going by, we're going to end this segment with this. So, <clears throat> I, I, uh, I'll bring, the, I'll continue this when we're, when we are coming back. But I got technically semi-banned off, twi- <laughs> off Twitter. Uh, and the reason is so unbelievably stupid that I have to tell you when we come back. Um, so we will we'll, we'll hear from a couple cool people, and then we will be right back. Bye. We are back. So we ended the last segment talking about how I got semi kind of maybe possibly banned, terminated, whatever, off Twitter. Uh, I don't really use Twitter anymore, but I got a little message this morning. As I was in a presentation, which, by the way, was hilariously fun. Um, the presentation was at Bankura University, and it was by one of my professors uh, who did a webinar, essentially, where he uh, did, like, his presentation from home, and he had, like, a bunch of people watching it. And I'll tell you what. The funniest thing ever is listening to people from India Zoom bomb their own uh, like, meeting. It's hilarious. The guy came in, and he just started making mouth sounds, like, wet mouth sounds, like, like that. And then I was like, whoa, okay, maybe somebody just left their mic on or something. Then the one guy was like, uh, the, the present, the presenter was like, you know, like, oh, here's, I'm not gonna say his name, but here's the guy, you know, uh, here, here's the guy who will be presenting today. And the one guy unmutes his mic, like the one guy in the call unmutes his mic. He goes, 
fuck are you, motherfucker? Did you fucking suck? <laughs> like, really loud. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what is going on? Like, this is just, we're just trying to talk about post-human and, and like, um, uh, Samuel Beckett, man. Like, come on now. Like, that's uncalled for, dude. But, so I was in that, and I get a message this morning. <clears throat> well, I'm in the middle of that. And it says, your account has been locked on Twitter. And I was like, oh, it's just one of these stupid, you know. But I actually went to the email, and I was like, whoa, wait, this is real. And I click on it, and they they essentially said that because they started cracking down on accounts that weren't over the age of 13. And I go, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know I'm over the age of 13. And so I clicked on it, and they said, oh, because you're, because even though you are over the age of 13, because you made your account in 2016 when you weren't over the age of 13, well, guess what? Your account is permabanned. And I was like, what? I get permabanned for some... <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe that. Like, I actually... I understand that technically it's a TOS violation. Like, it's a terms of service violation. But still, that is so... To me, that is just so, like, pe almost petty. Like, they're, like, pissed that I made an account before I was 13, like, eight years ago. <laughs> like, seven years ago. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand how, how, it, how it's this bad. Like, how, how, how is it actually this freaking, like, how, how, how is it to the point where they're going to permanently ban my account, despite me being a grown adult, despite me, I think that is hilarious, despite me being a grown adult, I'm still banned off Twitter because I made my account when I was not 13. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know anymore. Damn, that's rough, buddy. Like, I. I, 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 like, okay, so I am a grown adult, right? So me, myself. I would hope so. I, I, I am, I am a grown adult and I have a license that proves I am over the age of 18. And even though I still have all of that, I cannot verify my account to get it unbanned because my account was created as an, during a violation. So it's like the ultimate fuck you, essentially. So I have a I have a personal vendetta against Mr. Elon Musk now and his team at X, and going forward, uh, my account. I think if you go on Twitter, I I mean Raven, you can probably check for me. I think if you click on my account, it's probably still there, but I can't access it anymore ever. Let me see. Da da da. Okay, come on. I mean it the. It loads so slow, man. No, X fucking sucks. Uh, actually, you're not even in my DM history. Oh, so yeah, so I probably am permanently shut down. You're, you're gone. Yeah, you're gone. I mean, okay, here's what we can do when, when I can click on... We'll go twitter.com. Oops. Nope. If you could send me the link to your profile. So, so okay. Look at no, it no, 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 we'll just do this. We'll just do this. <clears throat> so, so here is... I'll, I'll change it for you so you can see Raven. Um, I'm showing everybody on screen now. For everybody who's not listening and is watching, you can go ahead and look over at your screen quick. This is the message I get when I try to access my account. Jason Nichols at JJ Boycott. Our terms of services require everyone who uses Twitter to be 13 or older. And we have determined that you did not meet the age minimum age requirement at the time this account was created. Your active ad campaigns have been paused. For further details and to understand whether it is possible to restore access to your account, please visit this form. So I clicked that form and I tried to do all the thing and they basically sent you a big F you. So I was like, well, you guys are a bunch of 
assholes. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I kind of got a little upset about it. Oops, sorry. I didn't mean to go back. Um, <clears throat> I kind of got a little upset about it. I wasn't happy. And I now am personally against X. And going forward, I will no longer be using X. So, thank you, Mr. Musk. I hope that um I hope that once you start making people pay for X, you, you lose everybody. So yeah, that's got to be the dumbest decision like to ever make. Well, the fact okay, it's not even the fact of whether or not he actually decides to go through with it. The fact that you're even considering it alone is crazy. You're gonna make people pay for Twitter. That's crazy. There's no way. I just I can't. That's when places like Threads and Instagram and Facebook are really going to freaking blow up. You're going to have... Instagram, uh... Threads is now, like... I mean, Threads has a lot of users, and it's semi-populated, but I feel like Threads just isn't quite X. I mean, I, I don't like Elon Musk that well, but I will say this. X slash Twitter slash whatever... XX videos, whatever it is, um, is still feels like Twitter. Threads is its own thing, but because it's its own thing, because they didn't want to make it feel just exactly like Twitter, exactly, it just feels kind of odd. And it, it still feels like I use it, but it still just kind of feels not right, you know? Like yeah. Twitter almost has like this status, even though it's X now or whatever, it still kind of has a status, you know, like this is what you know, people in the real world use, you know, for social media. Facebook is so you can talk to your Grammy and, and your daddy and your mom and all that. But, and then Instagram's kind of like, oh, you know, <clears throat> here's my latte. I posted my latte today. And on my story, you can find um, four pictures of my dog. She's a chihuahua. Uh, she, um, her name is Sakano. She was born six months ago in my backyard. I don't know. I just found her. She was a rat dog, but I made her look pretty. See, look. And then Twitter is kind of like the, like, um, you know, like, this is what the president is going to be making an announcement on. Like, like that's what I think of when I see, like, Twitter. Although that's kind of not how it is anymore. But Twitter is now just a cesspool. So. Plus, yeah, I, I, I only use, I, I essentially only use Twitter to look at jokes, like memes, um, look at stupid political takes, and piss people off. So I, um, I kind of I lose nothing by not having my Twitter. But, <clears throat> so, moving on from my little rant, we have a movie that I thought was epic, or a trailer. So, A24 Studios, um, for all of you who don't know, last year they made a critically acclaimed movie, one movie of the year, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Amazing cast. Such a great movie. Amazing cast. It was, it was it, overall, I just thought it was kind of funny. And it won movie of the year last year, although I thought uh, Bullet Train or Batman should have won, but you know, whatever. I, I am not the one making, I, I don't pick the movie, so I don't care. All, all, last year had some really good movies, so I don't, I don't blame them for picking that one. But they are back. A24 is back. And their studio is uh, backing a movie by, we were just talking about him, and we just talked about him in the last segment, Nicholas Motherfrickin' Cage. Nick Cage is back for this movie Dream Scenario. The movie is essentially the rundown of the movie. <clears throat> um, well, actually, okay, yeah, I'll do the rundown of the movie, and then we'll talk about it. Um, so essentially the rundown of the movie is 
uh, Nick Cage plays this professor, and all of a sudden, people start seeing him, like, like he, him, like, like his everything about him in their dreams. And like, it becomes like, a, he becomes famous and becomes like a world phenomenon. And then slowly towards the end of the, the trailer, spoiler alert, essentially, like these people start hunting him down. Cause you know, he, he kind of like, people don't want to see him anymore and he's still in their dreams. And it's like, well, why is this happening? And that's like what it kind of leads you on. And it kind of just shows like his life getting ruined. Uh, <clears throat> now Raven, I want to hear your opinion on what you thought of the trailer and what you think of this idea for a movie. And if you think it's going to be a good uh, Nick Cage movie. I think it's going to be a great Nick Cage movie. Uh, dreams and the weird messed up things that can happen from dreams is like my number one favorite topic ever because of, you know, my dreams and how screwed up they can get. And mm -hmm. I, I just love this idea altogether. I think I already have an idea of um how the movie is gonna go yeah which is funny uh i i think i might have figured out the plot twist already after watching it three times the trailer i mean yeah because i can if you tell have a, this is gonna have a plot twist yeah i mean keen eye like writers so everybody who forgot me and raven are novelists we write we do a lot of writing for people who write a lot are in in like watch a lot of movies just anything they usually can see a trailer and they can pick up on pretty much everything like like i can watch most trailers especially and this is a good thing to you want to learn how to get good at this like uh for like analysis like for college and stuff like that for all of you high schoolers out there <clears throat> if you want to go to college and be good at, at analysis you need to be able to analyze things quickly and fast a good way to start analyzing stuff is analyze trailers of like animated films like disney movies Go watch Elemental and see if you can, not go watch it, but go watch the trailer and see if you can get the subplot and the idea of the movie from it. If you can't, well, then you have no imagination. You're screwed. If you can, well, then you're you're in the right track. And then you go from there. Now, it gets more complex when you start getting up to like movies like this, but still, when you have a keen eye like Raven does or like anybody who writes does, you can see these things. And yeah, I, I'm assuming that I, I kind of figured out the whole basis of the movie. Uh, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't go watch it, you know? Like, it, it's kind of like, oh, wouldn't you think that ruin it for you? No, it doesn't ruin it. No, because I could still be wrong, or they exactly. can still do, or there could still be parts of the movie that, obviously, I can't guess everything down to the... To the tooth and bone. Tooth and bone, yeah. To where I'm going to still see things that go, whoa. I mean, there was, okay, which movie was it recently? Came out, it was a Netflix movie. Um... Dang it, it has the dude who plays in The Boys as um, Homelander. Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, shoe balls. Um, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It's got uh, Anthony Starr in it, right? He's, yeah. He's Homelander, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember seeing... Um, okay, let's go to Anthony Starr. A cob, I got it. Cobweb. Okay. okay, the movie's... I don't know why it's rated low. Okay, I didn't watch a single trailer for Cobweb, and maybe that's why. Uh, but I did see the poster to it. And, you know, a poster can still give me kind of ideas for it. And as the movie is going on, about 40, like the first 40 minutes, I'm sitting here and, I, and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm bored out of my mind. And uh, I'm like, okay, I, I already know where this is going to go. I, we've seen this premise a million times. 
and then something happened in the movie and it made me dead wrong and the last half of the movie i was enjoying the absolute hell out of it see that's kind of how um did you ever watch once upon a time in hollywood yeah i did so i actually liked that movie all the way through i thought all of it was fun but a lot of people that's how they were with that movie where they were like what the hell did quentin tarantino just make like this is he's essentially just making brad pitt and leonardo dicaprio just roll around and do stupid stuff and then all of a sudden there's a plot twist at the end of the movie and you're like, whoa, 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 wait, this is kind of, this is kind of crazy. Cause, and then it kind of makes it like, oh, so that's why it's called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Cause it's actually like essentially just a fairy tale, you know, of a, of a real situation, you know, kind of sad, but, mm-hmm. it, but that's kind of how that movie was too, which I think that's, if this movie can do something like that, I think people are going to especially love it. I I mean, the movie looks amazing dream scenario. Yeah. And you know, it was funny because the second half of the trailer or the last, I don't know, third of the trailer where it started to really amp up, I was just like, oh, my gosh, yes, finally, I get a movie like this. Nicolas Cage is awesome. And I think this is going to be one. of OK, so Redfield was kind of semi bigger. I feel like Nick Cage is slowly coming back into um, not bigger projects, but like um, projects that are becoming more successful in recent times renfield was mm-hmm. pretty popular and it was a semi bigger cast and now i feel like this is another step up because they're just coming off of everything everywhere all at once so everybody's looking at them like okay what are you guys gonna do and with a trailer like this you know they're gonna get traction i'm gonna guess this movie's gonna do great at the box office if you want my opinion i'm gonna guess or, or is it not it's coming to the box office right I, it's not like i, be- a, I believe it's I not believe a, it it's not an exclusive anything i hope not because i really want to not watch it on netflix that will semi ruin it just a little bit. <clears throat> Let's see. Is there a release release date of the movie? Ah, stop! Stop playing it. We're gonna get copyrighted. Uh, November tenth. Okay. It's got Michael Sarah in it too, which will be funny. You know, <laughs> Michael Sarah. <clears throat> Him and uh, uh, what's his name? Jesse Eisenberg, I swear sometimes they're brothers. They kind of just, they remind me of each other. Although Jesse Eisenberg is less of a nerd than Michael Sarah is. Michael Sarah is just straight up a nerd. You know he True. still has a flip phone? A flip phone? Yeah, like he, he doesn't use, he doesn't use like any touchscreen phone. He only uses flip phones because he doesn't want to buy uh, a, a smartphone. That's pretty based. (laughs) And apparently, he like emailed a thread. Chris Evans got Chris Evans was like talking about it. He emailed a thread for the um, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World cast. There was like an email thread that an email chain that they had like in 2010, and he replied to it like two months ago. And Chris Evans was like, "Dude, what are you doing? (laughs) It's 13 years ago, bro." And he was just like, I just wanted to say hi. <laughs> he's a he's a nut job. He's a goofball. Him and uh, what's her name, Aubrey Plaza? They were gonna get married in twenty eleven. They were gonna get married just so they could immediately get divorced, just so they could call each other ex husband and ex wife. It's kind of badass. Really? Yeah. Have you ever seen the picture of him with the big coat? Uh, no. What? That picture's hilarious. 
Oh man, there's a picture of him in like winter and he's wearing like a massive coat. It's kind of funny. <clears throat> oh, okay, so moving on. Um so so yeah, so you're gonna are you gonna go out of your way and watch this in theaters? Or oops, sorry. Are you gonna go out um, of your way and watch this in theaters or are you gonna lay off? I'm st- I I'm done with theaters for now. Okay. Um if if I get confirmation from you because I trust you that it's a good film, uh, maybe I'll go to the theater to make sure that A24 continues to get support because I know that they started out as an independent studio. They still kind of are. That was small. And they were coming out with the most obscure things ever, which is like a breath of fresh air in this world of reboots and remakes and yeah, all that other crap. Exactly. And... You know, I, I and I also like their screwed up movies. The only thing I hope for in this, and I'm not saying it's happening now, uh, is that after everything, everywhere all at once, and I'm assuming now with Dream Scenario is going to be a banger, uh, that they don't forget what makes A24 A24. I don't need them to become the next Universal Studios or 21st Century Fox. I just want them to continue being A24. Because when I do see that label on a movie, I'm like, yes, finally something good. Yes, and another thing, too, that A24 I think is really interesting. <clears throat> when the writer strike first happened, A24 immediately was like, all right, yeah. Well, well what everybody who works for us, you know, you, you guys can do, we'll, we'll pay you whatever you guys need to get paid and stuff like that for people who are working on our project. So, like, that's why this movie's coming out, even. Because A24 is like, fuck it. We'll pay you guys what you guys want to get paid. We don't care. Like, we're, we're not in it for... They're not just in it for just the money, too. I mean, yeah, they're, of course, everybody's in it for just the money. But but in the long run, they're also like, well, we can make a good product, too. You know, like, that's the goal. They're, they're, they're focusing on money and quality rather than just money, which is nice. Because there's very few companies that do that anymore. I mean, when was the last time you actually saw, like, almost an independent film from, like, Universal or Sony Pictures? Like, fully independent film that was just captivating? Um, it's been a while. Obviously, Fast X. Dude, oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> dude, it, dude hey, could you consider Fast X to be an indie film? Because technically, it is being completely spearheaded by... Um, by what's his nuts? Uh, Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel, and he's not. He's no. not a. He's not a, a mainstream director. So he's a. I man, I'm indie director. The last time I watched a film that even looked like it had good quality of an independent film was um, that one movie by Guillermo del Toro that was about the that was like a horror movie. It had a. Um, it was like the Crimson something. The knock at the oh no that was sorry that was M Night Shyamalan and that movie sucked. <laughs> the knock at the cabin door. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Hold on. The Crimson what, what, Web. I don't. Crimson I gotta remember. Dog? I don't know. I'm trying to think of Crimson. Crimson Peak. Okay. That was the that was the last time I ever saw a movie that had, like good original independent like film of uh, uh, yeah. you know and that's 2015 so that's been a while yeah i feel like scorsese and um well tarantino's done with films after his upcoming movie um that he's making 
I feel like people like oh, well, okay, so Nolan kind of is working semi. I think he's kind of working with Warner Brothers a little bit, <clears throat> but going from like uh, Scorsese and Tarantino, they were like kind of like the last people I f- I feel like of this era that were kind of, and they're not even really from this era, but from this era that were kind of making independent films at a high level, you know, like at a, at yeah. a high level as in like commercial level. I feel like that's kind of gone. Like you don't really get control. Like like Stanley Kubrick or George Lucas, when they made films, you know, it was like I'm doing this and I'm doing this and this is how it's going to go and this is how it's going to go because I'm the director. That is my job. I direct people. Now, unless you are like Martin Scorsese or one of these guys, and you try to say no, I'm the director. I'm gonna do this. They're gonna the the fucking crowd is gonna look at you and go get out of here. Like get out of here. Get off this film. Because this is our film, not yours, pal. Yeah. And then if it's garbage, they can just throw your name in front of it. Be like, dude, he he was the one that took control of everything, man. I can't believe it. Gosh. Oh, we're never going to listen to the studio. He didn't listen to the, the studio, studio and, and the and the uh, what was it? The the previews for review and stuff like that. He didn't listen to him. <laughs> he didn't listen to anything we've tried to offer him. Honestly, to to be to be honest, like for me, a twenty four. Um, anytime a movie has a 24, I'm not saying all of them are good. It's just when I, when I see a 24, I know I'm getting something original. And so even if it's something that people might be disappointing to some people, like they came out with that movie lamb. I don't know if you had watched it. Uh, it's essentially about uh, a couple, uh, out on a farm way in like the Norwegian or Swedish mountains. And one day one of their sheep gives birth to a half human, half lamb. And like, they just start raising it as their own kid. And it's kind of like a very, um, like a very tense atmosphere in the movie because the wife thinks he screwed a sheep and it somehow gave him a baby and you know the whole tension between their marriage like if for some people it could be a really boring movie but for me i was just sitting there i was just going damn wow this is a premise let me continue watching this i want to see how this plays out and it was you know the ending was kind of screwed up yeah i mean <clears throat> i don't i don't know i just feel like we're we're almost gone with the days of like there needs to be a really big wave i feel like oppenheimer barbie those movies despite them being you know commercial movies i think they were a good um indicator of what type of movies people want to see people want to see something that's not part of a massive franchise that's not superhero and you know still is a fun movie to watch i mean oppenheimer not saying that it's not a fun movie to watch because it's fun it depends on your definition of fun but i i mean realistically the fact that a movie can make a billion dollars when it's three hours of sitting there watching people talk about nuclear physics is kind of insane and i feel like that just comes down to the director just being amazing even though the explosion of the bomb was the most anticlimactic disappointing (laughs) part of it it was i mean dude no you had to see it in imax that's why bro no no there's nothing in imax that could have made that bigger just because i put a magnifying glass to my foot doesn't suddenly mean it's a size bigger it's just terrible (laughs) come on man (laughs) 
No, dude, dude, it was that that explosion. The whole movie, uh, you know, I was waiting for that explosion until it came, and then when it came, it looked like somebody accidentally blew up too many fireworks in their backyard, and it was a very small explosion too by like a small city for the Fourth of July. It was horrible. It was stupid. It was dumb. And I honestly feel like this was a, one of the times where Christopher Nolan actually screwed up and should have went with CGI to actually bring home the idea of the nuclear bomb because we have the footage of that testing from that day. And let me tell you, the original footage from 1950 that was real looks a whole lot more devastating and, and, and bad than what the hell I got in there. I feel like I got toyed with. Like I, I got I got teased and was left there to dry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, but the I mean, the is... rest of the movie was good. I yeah. mean, Robert Downey Jr. gave a performance that made me like want to stand up and clap in the middle of the movie because like it was good to finally see him do something great. But the explosion, it, the the main reason why some people went, man, I it ruined my whole day. So I saw the movie in Rochester, and it was one of my. I don't think I've ever seen a movie fully in IMAX before it. So I it was my first time in an IMAX theater, and it was good. The thing is, is when you're in an IMAX theater, too, about IMAX, is the sound is so, like, crazy. So, like, even when it's not even, like, during the, the nuke part, but, like, just when stuff is going on, like, the music or, like, the, like, you can, you can just, like, kind of feel, like, you almost feel like you're there. It's kind of crazy. And when, when the nuke went off, and all of a sudden it went, like, the, the loud freaking uh, everything happened, I was like, jeez, Louise, man, that was crazy. I liked it. I don't care. I don't care what you said. I like it, and that's my opinion. But, no, uh, the thing was, is it's hilarious to me that the best supporting male role in a movie is actually going to come down to Robert Downey Jr. versus Ryan Gosling's Kemp. Really? It, more than likely. <laughs> I mean, can you think of any other uh, actors that are going to be worth having a, a best supporting male role right now? <laughs> no, no, none of them. None of them got enough Kennergy. I'm just saying. <laughs> Do you think Robert Downey Jr. Somebody when that when the, when both those movies dropped, Cillian Murphy was interviewed and he said, "Yeah, I'd play a Ken in the next Barbie movie." <laughs> Dude, so the the Peaky the Peaky uh, Blinders. Yeah. Yeah. Peaky Blinders Ken, the 1920s Ken wearing a trench coat. British Ken. And he could play Ken that comes with a, you know, atomic bomb. <laughs> Wasn't there a, so back in the day they used to make like little tiny like, uh, like, uh, chemistry kits, you know, like for kids in like the 1950s and 60s and stuff like that. Wasn't there a thing? Correct me if I'm wrong. Sorry, I'm trying to fix something, so I'm really loud. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. So there was like a, a story about a kid who like kept getting these like tiny little chemistry kits, and they were like, "Dang, this guy's like really in this kid. He's like really into chemistry." He was in his in his like backyard in his garage was building like a, a uh, enough. He had enough uranium to make a a bomb big enough to blow up like half of the city's block or, or like half the city. Sorry. Like, he had enough uranium from these old little chemistry kits. Like, he kept buying so many of them and so many of them and so many of them that they were... I, I was like, what the... I was like, how is that even possible? I, I couldn't believe it. Where there is a will, there is a way. Bro was... Bro was... 
concocting some nefarious plans. All right. Mm -hmm. So um, anything else for this little segment before we move on to our next big, 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 awesome segment that we're going to talk about? Uh, Yeah, a movie came out yesterday uh, for Hulu and um, Star Plus. I don't nobody cares about that. Uh, uh, The movie, though, is pretty interesting, pretty nice. It's called No One Will Save You. it should be checked out. It's pretty nice. No one will save you. What's it about? A little bit. Like, give us a rundown. Uh, basically, uh, girl, cabin in the woods, and crap starts happening her, around her from the woods, and she has to fight off the invaders. Oh, that sounds kind of interesting. Um... That's about it, because you'll probably be spoiled with the rest of it if you watch the trailer. But don't watch the trailer. Just let it come naturally. <clears throat> um, something else released this week that I was going to go watch. Oh, The Expendables 4 is out right now for anybody who wants to go watch that uh, with the uh, guy who plays Rocky. Oh, you know, they say my poop goes back to the right. Uh, and then it's got a... <laughs> I, dude, I don't... What's that, bro? <laughs> dude, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm losing my marbles here. Um, and then it's also got Jason... Uh, Statham or whatever his name is and uh, it's got 50 Cent in it but it looks like a horrible movie so probably don't go watch it unless you I'll take you to the candy shop it kind of looks like a bad movie but it almost looks like one of those uh, like it looks like Fast X like it looks like one of those movies where it's just like brain numbing for like an hour well it was supposed to the, the, I, do you know the idea behind the Expendables not really okay so around the time the first one got made Sylvester Stallone was realizing that a lot of these old action movie actors like, you know, Terry Crews and and I I guess Jason Statham is still casted in a few things. But other people like him, Sylvester Stallone, they weren't getting a lot of action. People felt like they were growing out of them because, you know, time moves on and they're not the same Rocky Balboa actor from the nostalgic days of the 80s and 90s and stuff. And so the idea was to take basically all of the action heroes that it seems like time is forgetting about and then just have them all be in a wacky scenario together where they're just kicking ass. It's just meant to be a kick, kind of like you said, mind-numbing. It's meant to be just a 90s-type throwback action movie with all of these as expendables. Well, yeah, I guess if that's what you want to go see, it is out now in theaters, so... Go check it out. Leave the podcast right now. Pause it. Go watch the movie. Come back, and then continue listening to the podcast. Um, when we come back, <clears throat> I decided to uh go against my own word, and I decided to watch a little bit of Ahsoka. So, I will be talking about that, the Ahsoka TV show. Plus, then mystery surprise when we come back. Woo! One, and we are back with the Beast Cast. Um, so <laughs> when, when we, um, left, we were talking about some random weird movie that came out called The Expendables 4. Uh, that movie was, so, it, it sounds interesting, but I'm not going to go see it. I just, uh, uh, my theater's too expensive to go see stuff, uh, that aren't worth seeing. But a movie that is going to be worth seeing, that's coming out soon, The Creator, I'm going to go be, wa- I'm going to be watching that. 
on September 29th. That comes out next Friday for all of you movie lovers. So if you want to go see an amazing, 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 amazing movie, I, I think it's going to be amazing, personally. I mean, I can't tell you now. I mean, I could totally, we could be on the show next week, on Saturday morning next week, and I could be like, oh, it's horrible. It's so bad. But for now, I think it's going to be amazing, and I'm going to go see it next week regardless. Um, and then my opinion might sway or change depending on the movie. Now, uh, on that note, <clears throat> the other movie, there's two other movies coming out on the 29th. It is called Saw Patrol. That is what we're calling it. It's Barbie Hyman, Bar- uh, Barbenheimer 2. Saw Patrol is essentially Saw X and Paw Patrol. Both the movies are releasing on the same day, and it's going to be the biggest movie uh, Friday of all time. Yep. Bro, you got to stop coupling those two movies. Saw Patrol will be it. This will be it. Are you telling me? Are, are you telling me you wouldn't want to go see Saw Patrol? Yeah, I'm telling you that. I don't want to go see Saw Patrol. No. There was a pretty... One thing that was pretty cool about the Saw movie, at least, that I thought was kind of interesting, there was a 4D uh, poster that came out of the movie. And it was an X made out of, like, a bunch of... uh, Or, or no, sorry, it was a picture of Jigsaw. uh, What's his name? Billy or whatever? I don't know. um, Made out of bodies, which I thought was kind of cool in 4D. What is oh, 4D? I have, cool. I have no idea what 4D exactly is because, I mean, 3D, it was just 3D, but maybe I was supposed to be able to smell the bodies or something like that through the phone. I don't know. Oh, the flesh. <sighs> oh, speaking of flesh, dude, while we get on off on weird tangent, um, I had never seen Zombieland 2. And I went and watched Zombieland 2, and I thought it was the stupidest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Uh Zombie Land was stupid. And I didn't think there was I thought there was no possible way they could possibly in hell ever make it even more stupid. And they somehow did. So But the the world of Zombieland is expanding though. There's new zombies and stuff. Which also this movie came out like freaking dude, this came, came out like seven or six years ago. So two thousand ten. No, Zombie Land, Zombie Land Two though, reloaded. Oh, Zombie Land Two. Oh, okay. It's like yeah. reloaded or whatever, isn't it? I don't know. I'm not gonna look it up. I don't even have. I don't even have enough willpower. But just know that I did watch that movie recently. Another movie that I watched. So I've least I've recently become in uh, a uh, one of those little Gen Zers, one of those little liberal boys. Um, <clears throat> I started using Letterboxd because I thought it was kind of fun. Just to like, I, I don't even have friends on Letterboxd. Like, I don't even have anybody I look at or follow. I just go on there. If, I, if I've seen the movie, I go, yeah. Did I like it? No. Did I like it? Yes. And then I write a review like, oh, this movie was shit. You know, but I mm-hmm. I recently watched, I don't know why, but it, okay, so Max, you know how they always have like, oh, these movies are leaving soon. No, watch them quick before they go. On there was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And I was like, the, the one with Johnny Depp, made by Tim Burton. And I was like, what? What? No! Like, you can't take this away from me. I mean, I'm assuming it's going to another platform. It's probably going to Netflix or something, but I was like, mm-hmm. no, you can't take this away from me. So I I, I I, watched it, and I was like, dang, I forgot how good this movie is. I, I love Tim Burton. And that's when I was, like, on my... That's when I messaged you last night. I was like, dude, we should go on, like, a Tim Burton marathon, dude. 
Tim Burton, man. I didn't know this, but I watched Wednesday. He's the creator of Wednesday. Like, uh, of the TV show on Netflix. Really? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't ever think that he would go to that, but it makes sense, I guess. They should have never casted Jenna Ortega for that. They had two... I saw way too many NSFW things that I should have never seen ever of that character. Because of All her. because of... <laughs> I actually agree that the whole casting of that show was stupid. Look, does she fit the role, like, very well? Yes. Did it need to happen? No. For the no, love, didn't. no. Jenna Ortega is a great actor, but it actually completely ruined that character. And then there, and then they also TikTok also ruined the Lady Gaga song "Bloody Mary," dude. Look, okay, not I'm gonna pull a Patrick Bateman here, okay? Not saying that I'm into girl pop, but I am into girl pop. I'm 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 a little bit into 2010s pop, okay? And like, uh, I love my music more than I love anything else, and. Bloody Mary was a great song by Lady Gaga, the the, the third queen herself, uh, behind Katy Perry and Beyonce. And um, let me just say this. The song was good. I did not need to hear it sped up and played over every single edit of Wednesday ever. Like, ever to exist. Every single time I ever saw a clip of that show, that damn song was playing in the background sped up. And I just... I. TikTok has ruined so much for me. It it has. TikTok ruin takes a good song and just ruins the hell out of it. Yeah, because it's like, man, it was a good song. And then now everybody knows it. it wasn't even a popular Lady Gaga song either. It was TikTok my- is a great example of why we shouldn't stop the next asteroid. <laughs> I saw something about that, that asteroid thing. The uh, did you see about like that? There's some tiny little asteroid that's gonna hit in, like Utah or something like that. And I, I mess, I sent it the naps and I said, uh, make sure to be outside uh, that night because <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an asteroid about the size of it's an asteroid and it's about the size of of I want to say probably like the size of my room probably so it's not that big it's decently big but it's not that big but it's moving at about 15 times the speed of a bullet it's gonna hit somewhere in utah and it's gonna make a a decent crash and i sent that the navs and i was like yeah make sure to be outside that night you know you never know you just want to stargaze you know (laughs) maybe 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 it maybe it uh this morning uh mr i need naps was found smashed blagunged came down is... with a bad case of the asteroids dude asteroid city dude what Star was he thinking struck. what was he thinking about when he was making that movie what's anderson that's what i ask about i always the first thing i i say after i walk out of a wes anderson film is how much marijuana and uh methamphetamine was he on when he made this movie because that's how every single Wes Anderson movie is. I I agree. Especially that movie. Although we, yeah, there was some there was there was some pretty there was some pretty funny moments in that movie, but it just kind of yeah, it was kind of goofy. All right, so moving on, moving on to our main t- 
topic, semi-emphasis, uh, of our little segmento here. Our main topic today about this final topic, the final topic of today's show, the main one of this little segment, is about the show Ahsoka. It released on Disney Plus about probably at the beginning of the month. There was like three episodes or whatever. There's now six episodes with a seventh and eighth episode coming. Um, there's a seventh episode next Friday and then the Friday after an eighth episode. Eighth episode. Do you know who is directing the show? <clears throat> Which gave me hope. Oh. Mr. David Filoni. Dave Filoni. The man who made the Clone Wars. Which gave me a, a lot of hope that the show was going to be good. Now, to actually get into the plot of the show. Essentially, the rundown of the show, without spoiling it, is... It's about right after the time of the Mandalorian. So, right after the Empire's Fallen. I want to say probably a good year and a half after the Empire's Fallen. Um, Ahsoka is, you know, being her rogue, I am no Jedi, I'm just a force wielder, you know, thing that she is. And there's these two new, um, <clears throat> they're, uh, one of them is a, an old Jedi and his apprentice that he has taken on of another force user. And they are evil, essentially. They want to take over. They are cast. It's great casting, by the way. There is it's great casting in the show. I want to say this. The casting is very good. Um, the casting is good, so it kind of, I kind of, it kind of made me feel like there was hope for it. So I watched the first episode. <clears throat> now, believe me when I say that if you ever need a, a a good Star Wars opinion, you come to this guy. You come to me because I will give you the straight facts about Star Wars when it comes to Star Wars. And the fact of the matter is. That the beginning of the show is okay. Um, here's the problem that I have with um, with Ahsoka, the show, not her character. Her character is fine in the show too, and she's played well. The problem that I have is Dave Filoni is is trying to make a show similar to how Obi Wan was. Where they want to make a story during during right after episode six. Now, normally that'd be fine, except we have a little problem with doing stuff like this. It's the fact that there are three more episodes that do not need to exist that exist, and so because of it, they have to stay true to the canon. Think about this for a second. It would be so good if those three episodes did not exist: seven, eight, and nine. If they did not exist, you have free reign to do anything after episode six. And to be quite honest, the stories I would rather see after episode six are not episode seven, eight, and nine. It would be stuff about Luke, about the Mandalorian, about Ahsoka, about Obi-Wan's, you know, well, Obi-Wan was during, uh, during the Empire, so whatever, but... You know, I want to see those. I don't want to see episodes 7, 8, and 9 with this stupid cast of characters that were cast... I mean, some of the casting was okay. Like, uh, other than... I mean, okay, so who who played Poe again? What's that guy's name? Uh, I have no idea. Frick, I can't think of the guy's name. He's an alright actor, and John Boyega is a good actor. The rest of them are pretty much doo-doo water. I didn't really like any of the actors after that. Um... But no, because those exist, now you're having to write in a time period that 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 you could expand upon so much. 
with so many cool ideas. Like, oh, this this new emerging threat. Like, they could be a serious problem to the galaxy. No, they're not. You know why they're not? Because I know they're not. Because I know episode seven, eight, and nine exist. Here's the thing that that, and people will say like, oh, well, you can make that argument about episodes one through three. You know, because episodes one through three, you know that Darth Vader is going to come and you know the Empire is going to fall. But that's not the reason why we wanted episodes one through three. The people wanted episodes one through three because we wanted to A, see how Anakin, you know, Anakin became Darth Vader. And B, we wanted to see this old Republic. We wanted to see this Republic. Okay. We didn't, we didn't want to be like, oh, you know, the... There was nothing before episodes four, five, and six. So George Lucas had free reign to do whatever he wanted up until that point and essentially just flesh the story out. But when you when you do it the other way around, where now you have episodes seven, eight, and nine, well now you kind of are forced to run down a similar plot line because it nothing can nothing can, you know, happen. You can't have anything happen that's gonna change the timeline unless you, you know, do some really wacky stuff and just decide to say screw the canon which then you know it gets yeah it gets pretty it's that's when you get stuff like marvel and dc where they're like oh the multiverse but it's obvious dave filoni wants to flesh out a storyline that would branch into something new that would branch into a maybe a trilogy or some sort of show that would be, you know, about like this new emerging threat to the entire galaxy. But he can't because it has to it has to coincide with the already rules that are in play, which the problem is, is they are horrible. I don't like them. And we have such a good show with such good potential, but he can't do anything with it. He can't he can't do anything with this amazing show. And that was kind of the problem with the Mandalorian. And it's just like, oh, you know mandalorian's here and he's gonna where it's a time of peace you know well it's not because we know 10 years from now freaking uh i almost said jason skywalker because that's supposed to be his <laughs> name in the in the uh kylo, kylo ren and ray are coming and this whole thing happens like 15 years from now so it's no it does it doesn't work God, why did I say Jason Skywalker? That's how you know I'm a nerd. When I didn't even say the actual name, I said the name that is in the script. Because that's your name, and you so badly want to be a Jedi. Yeah, I do, but I don't want to be a Skywalker. Who are you, young girl? I'm Ray. Ray Skywalker. I walked out of the movie theater. Well, it was called. It was also because it was the end of the movie, but. <laughs> I mean, still. No, they 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 have. Star Wars should have never had an episode eight and nine. Seven, eight, and nine. Seven, eight, and nine. If they if Disney just said right now, they exist, they're alive, they pulled pulled the old DCEU. Say, we're scrapping it. We're done with it. It's over. We're fu- F it. Rewrite it all. Okay? We're we're rewriting it all, okay? <clears throat> I would be totally fine with that. Because then we could actually make good stories about Ahsoka, about uh, freaking Luke uh, about the Mandalorian and you could th- right now there are so many in development Star Wars projects that keep getting shut down it's crazy the the people who made Game of Thrones had a Star Wars trilogy that they were going to make but then they decided to poopy butt Game of Thrones because they wanted to make Star Wars they're like dude screw it we're making Star Wars we don't need to care about Game of Thrones and so then they then they got that taken away 
Then they wanted to give Dave Filoni a trilogy. Well, then Dave Filoni said, well, I'm making Ahsoka and I'm also working on this and this and this. So then it was like, well, crap, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, what? Frick, okay. So then that got scrapped. And then they wanted to do a Darth Revan trilogy about the Old Republic. And then that got scrapped. And then they just wanted to do an Old Republic trilogy with no name director yet. And then that got scrapped. And now I think they have, I don't even know. There's somebody that's directing a Star Wars film. I hope it's not who I think it is. The stupid mother fricker from Thor, Love and Thunder. I swear on my goddamn yep. grave. Yep. It is damn. him. God. Takiti Wakatiti Watiti, whatever his name is. Yeah, him. I don't know why. So now he has the project. So good good luck i mean maybe we'll get a ragnarok or something every once in a while i uh, no, no ragnarok i don't care it was a dumbass movie but at least it was better than the other thor movies yes it, it... no it wasn't what, what do you mean no it wasn't the first and second thor movie were actually good <laughs> whoa. whoa you can get you can get beheaded for that opinion yeah i hope so because the dark world gets a hot lot of hate when it shouldn't was Dark World the one where his mom died? Yeah. And and, and his it, dad, too, actually, right? Or does his dad die in Ragnarok? His dad dies in Ragnarok. Odin yeah, dies his in Ragnarok. Dad dies, yeah, dies in Ragnarok. Because of uh, Helena or whatever, right? No, he died of old age because of what Loki did to him. Oh, that's right. Um... See, like stuff like that, like, like where, and then they, then they branch it into the Loki show too. Like that's fun. That's what I loved about Marvel back in the day. But now it's like stupid, yeah. But so Helena, she was, she's the goddess of war, right? The goddess of death. Goddess of death. Who's the goddess? Who's the god of war? And I guess Marvel, because I know who it is in actual uh, Norse mythology. But who is it in the Marvel universe? Do they have one? Like, in uh, no, they don't. But I'm assuming since they have the original Greek gods, that it's still Ares. Ooh. So why do the Norse gods exist if the Greek ones also exist? Is it kind of like, and also the uh, the Egyptian gods exist in the universe? Everybody, dude, Marvel is just yeah, like everybody fucking everybody exists. exists. Does that mean? <gasps> oh my god! I know who the I know who the secret person is in Secret Wars. The big the big reveal. It's not it's not Deadpool, not Wolverine. Kratos. Dude, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. If oh, I'm gonna be honest, because 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 the actors are still the right age, okay, and you still have the boy, okay. I swear to Christ, <laughs> if there is some end game moment and they're like, We're all being defeated by the high evolutionary and eternity and all this other crap. We need some help. And like all of a sudden this like weird portal happens and you have like Kratos like falling through it from like the cabin in the game. The, and the, and you yeah, have like the, I was gonna say the, the dad Kratos with the with the beard and the axe, not not uh -huh. the not the young one, and him and Atreus walk out and all of a sudden you hear Osite. Oh, uh, <laughs> you have the high evolutionary and everybody like who the hell is this and you have kratos in his normal defensive mode because he doesn't know what's going on and in kratos fashion every time he sees somebody who claims that they are a god or acts like one his first instinct is literally 
Blades of Chaos time. And so out of nowhere, he has no stake in any of this other than accidentally being teleported from his cabin. He just wipes the floor with everybody. And 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 here's the thing. They can actually this okay, this is gonna be the dumbest thing you hear me say. They could then make everything about Kratos in the MCU because we have the the realm of the gods that we went to in Love and Thunder. He's gonna go kill all of them. <laughs> Dude, there's a God of War TV show coming out too, so I'm not excited for it. it has Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it. I don't care. I'm not <laughs> excited. I'm not excited, bro. I'm sorry. Also, the Sony own technically Kratos then, right? Yeah. Yeah, Sony so owns Sony, Kratos. So they would have to do some Spider-Man bullshit. I wouldn't mind. I mean, because they plan on bringing uh, Spider-Man and Venom into the MCU, so there's no reason why they can't yeah. try to do Kratos. Exactly. I say screw it, bring all the IPs in. I think we just need a villain arc. I think we just need to bring Kratos into the MCU to fight off Hercules that was teased at the end of God Love and Thunder. Dude, that Hercules was kind of cool. Um, he was. He oh, was. No, 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 no. You're absolutely right. Um, Ares is in, in, in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, really? Yeah. He's played by... Um, it, the, or is his name not Ares? Wait. Hold on. What was his name? Um, I'm going to find it out right now. I've only seen one God of War on screen, and it was in the first Wonder Woman movie. Oh, he plays Eros. Uh, so Harry Styles' character plays Eros. I thought he was Ares, yeah. He's also known as Star Fox. Wait, st Star, like the game? <laughs> yeah, what, the, the, the game? <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 okay. Barrel. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bro, I mentioned if they brought Ratchet and Clank into this oh, part dude. of Ratchet's story. Oh, wait, no. What if they did bring Ratchet and Clank into it? But Ratchet was part of like the high evolutionaries experiment, like Rocket, and they are old friends. Rocket, dude. Like, I... Me and you are coming up with ways to revive the MCU, and and Disney and their dumb crap. They're not even gonna listen to us. I know. Like, dude, literally, we we right now are making better progress on this fucking movie than the actual the actual studio heads of marvel are in 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 the span of in the span of 10 minutes we have made a better movie setup but you don't understand licensing licensing you don't understand there's so much licensing issues with kratos and nathan drake and and, and bringing all those people in there it's like um... i said yeah and there's that much licensing issues with spider-man at this point but they make it work That's also another reason why they're not bringing Miles Morales in yet either, is it? Because, like, technically Sony kind of still owns Miles Morales fully, like Venom. Yep. <clears throat> I wonder who would play a good Miles Morales in the MCU. I think Ryan Gosling would play a good uh, Me Miles too. Morales. Yeah, he's got the perfect casting. I he always pull, said he, he should have been the new Downey Black Panther. No, I said he should have been the new Black Panther. No, screw, screw like, screw it. He'll, he'll, he comes into Wakanda, you know. What do you do for a living? I drive. Okay, you're the new you're the new uh, leader of Wakanda. He drives. The Black Panther drives. Oh, dude, I keep missing my garbage can. Just trying to blow blow the fucking gasket off of it. Um. So yeah. So 
I don't know. Um, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, I would almost say I, I'm semi excited for, um, like, uh, okay, so Deadpool 3, too, that movie's still in production, too, isn't it? Have we heard anything on that movie? Uh, that the production for it has, the last time, I'm confused on the timeline for it. I heard that it stopped, but then I heard it continued. So but I'm not sure in what order. Is it still going to come out next year? Uh, no idea. Because I thought that that was like Deadpool three is coming out next year with um. Ah oh, shoot! What's that other Marvel movie that was actually kind of like semi somewhat interesting? Um, hold on. Oh no, it's not Marvel at all. Sorry. Uh it's Joker two is coming out next year. Joker 2 looks kind of cool. With uh, Lady Gaga. Yep. I'm actually curious. That could actually be good. It's going to be a musical. <laughs> look, look, man. I've seen, I've seen crazier sh- stuff done that has been way, uh, way, more, way more successful. So. Okay, so your opinion on the Osaka show oh, so far. So, How many so, so, episodes okay, yeah, are So we in? totally got off on a, uh, off the wrong foot. So right now there's six episodes. I've watched two of them. Okay. And see. The, so, oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay, you watch you uh, you watch the first two. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got spoiled about something. Online. Yes, I got spoiled too. No, 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 no. I know exactly. I saw a clip of of something I shouldn't have seen um, involving yeah. involving a fellow. Uh, yes person who was awesome i'm gonna be honest i figured out what episode that was on i didn't even watch the first four i just went to that one well now i know what episode it's on too so thank you sir but um i didn't watch the first four (laughs) i didn't even i didn't even watch the others i went straight to that one episode and i i i enjoyed it and i was like you know what i if the rest of the show is trash this was the only redeeming episode then. I haven't seen the other, so I'm not saying they are trash. I'm just saying if it's trash, this was the redeeming episode. You literally don't need the others. This is perfect. Tie it off with a bow and be like, here you go. This was amazing. We should uh, we should binge watch the whole show. I'll rewatch the first two episodes again. It's... Nah, that's okay. I got what I wanted. <laughs> you got what you wanted from this show. Yeah, I'm going to plan on watching the rest of it tonight, actually. Um and then we can come into it with an open mind next week. But so far, the show has been good. Uh, That's the, good. The thing is, they just can't. It's obvious that he's struggling because he wants to do so much, but he, he's got to be very sensitive about not breaking the canon. But honestly, yeah. if I was Dave Filoni, I would just pull a freaking Obi-Wan Kenobi and say, fuck the canon. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm using the F word. Fuck the canon. Literally. I do not care. First off, I rarely care about the actual canon of everything in episodes four through six. We That gets rewritten by every single author who's ever made a book about them. Obi-Wan Kenobi rewrote the canon of the show because Darth Vader had technically supposedly never fought Obi-Wan until um, their meeting in episode four, you know, after not he became true. Darth Vader, which is not true because it actually got rewritten. Um, and then they used that in Obi-Wan, which I thought was okay. Because, you know, it's somewhat it's somewhat rewriting the canon timeline. It's not rewriting the, the comic timeline, but it was somewhat semi, you know, if you want to look at it by that way. But 
the thing was about Obi-Wan that it was a good show and it had good a- aspects to it. The beginning of the show kind of sucked a little bit about Obi-Wan, too. I remember that. Because it was like, you know, Obi-Wan would never... I loved it. Obi-Wan, well, just to me, Obi-Wan would never kind of... I just feel like he would never retreat to that far. But then it kind of made sense as the show went on. And also, I remember that was when I first started to kind of not like um, the 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 critical drinker. Because he kind of that was kind of the first time i like fully was like yeah dude you're kind of off the rails bro that and then funny enough it was rings of power that made me stop watching it but (laughs) anyway i know that's crazy me defending for me i i actually liked obi-wan uh i hated the little girl actress though yeah every time she was on screen it brought it down i actually liked obi-wan i thought it was good i i thought obi-wan was good i just had to I, at first, I was weary of it because, you know, I was so scared of modern Star Wars because basically the only thing that had been good at that point was essentially the Mandalorian after um, a- after freaking Rogue One. So I was kind of scared, but it worked out. My opinion on Obi-Wan, the show, is is very simple. One, the little girl who plays Leia is stupid. We I don't like her. Every time she's on the screen, it feels like I'm watching a really dumbed down child's movie and two i never expected it to be this big amazing show and it has its moments of being clunky and weird but i was actually enjoying it for the most part because i understand obi-wan kenobi and for me it's like we can't expect the man to have a perfect psyche and mental mindset after having to endure Mustafar against Anakin and having somebody who he considered his brother, you know, betray him. I would have been depressed too for at least a couple six years and stuff. And I don't think there was anything wrong in showing his process of coming back to being a mentally strong Jedi yeah, again. Yes, exa- using exactly. Type. And and I think the thing that finally opened up for me uh, of so I was kind of a very conservative Star Wars watcher when back in the day i want to say when i really so in my in my peak as a star wars fan which was 2017 2018 like when i could like recite you knowledge from from the freaking elder gods of the star wars universe the force gods okay so i was a nut and i was a very conservative star wars watcher because i was like i i they 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 messed it all up with the sequels and then the mandalorian i like i was so unsure about the mandalorian which it ended up being okay for me at the time which now i love the mandalorian i think the first season of mandalorian is absolutely perfect almost um the thing that opened me up finally was the fallen order game star wars fallen order in 2019 because i realized that you could with the right story write in that time period and change stuff a little bit and that's when i got kind of opened up to like allowing them to do that and then they did that with the obi-wan show now are there still some stinker shows in the star wars universe yeah um boba fett's show is one of them (laughs) um but andor was good everybody overhyped andor so it made me come into it with too high of an expectation um obi-wan was great though and i think that as it stands, it's a standalone series. It's a standalone, and you're only gonna, that's all you're ever gonna get. I would be open to seeing more of it. Um, I would be open to seeing a second season, not pertaining to Darth Vader, but per- pertaining to Darth Maul, maybe, perhaps. 
because um, yeah. we could because Dar- uh, I want to say Darth Maul kind of his little reign of terror with the uh, crimson uh, what I think is a crimson web or whatever their name is the um, his his underground his underground thing like he was he was the leader of the underground before Boba Fett and during the Empire uh, like right before the time of Boba Fett actually Boba Fett even worked for Darth Maul at one point um, I think at some point. I would love to see a season of Obi-Wan where it focuses on that. And then we see Darth Maul and he helps take that and he helps take down Darth Maul um, and the Crimson. Ahsoka also helps take down Darth Maul, but that was in Rebels. So that was completely different. Speaking of that. So yeah, so they actually are following, following Rebels. Like they're following Dave Filoni's canon of Rebels. And it's because the only reason they are is because it's Dave Filoni directing it. Anybody else, they wouldn't have done that. And we are seeing people in live action that we've never seen before. It was kind of like when I saw Ahsoka the first time. I was like, whoa. Because when I saw Ahsoka, there was rumors. There was, like, through the grapevine during COVID, when the Man- when Mando Season 2 dropped, through the grapevine, there was these rumors of, you know, there's a, there's a couple Jedi in Season 2. And I was like, what? Who? I was like, Luke? I said, how are they going to do Luke? Which they also did Luke, which is crazy. And then I thought about it. I was like, no way they're going to do Cal Kestis or Ahsoka. Because Cal's actor is is looks exactly like him because, you know, it's just mocap. So I was like, no way they're going to do Cal Kestis. I said, it, it could be a possibility, but no way. And then the rumors started spreading. And I was like, there's no way it's Ahsoka. And then I saw the double white lightsabers. The the um, So you know how, white, how people get white lightsabers, right? In the universe? No. So... You are essentially taking, so to make a red lightsaber, you have to take your kyber crystal and you have to make it bleed and you have to basically force it to turn red. Um, to, you have to get a white lightsaber, you have to make your, you make your, uh, sabers bleed, turn red, and then you have to take the crystals and you have to basically put all of your force essence into them and cure the crystal. So essentially her, by her having white lightsabers, it essentially means that she's went through the dark side and back, you know, um, kind of like the purple with Mace Windu. But so when I saw those two white lightsabers in the Mandalorian through the through the um, uh, through the fog on that um, episode six, I think it was of Mando season two. I'm not even kidding. I got goosebumps so badly. I paused it. I did a, a lap around my house and I said, there's no way. And I watched it and I almost had tears in my eyes. It was perfect. And it was exact, and I'm so glad they're doing this because the Rebels, it kind of almost made me feel the same way um, with everybody. And so I'm excited to see where the show is going to go. And um, there's still a couple more episodes too, so it's not the end of it. But yeah, so Ahsoka was definitely, if you have not watched it, give it a watch. Um, you'll you'll probably like it. And if you're a casual Star Wars viewer, you'll definitely still like it too. Like if you're one of the people who likes, oh, you know, I actually like the, the, the uh, sequel trilogy. Well, first off, you need to stop listening to this podcast. Um, and second off, um, yes, you'll like this too. So <laughs> yeah, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. So with that, um, I think we can wrap up. Raven, you got any other little things you need to talk about or say? No, that's it. Once again, um, we thank you for listening all the way through. Um, you guys are crazy and amazing. And without you guys, uh, these would not. We would not be doing these. So we appreciate. All you people, especially you who listen to the end and, and listen all the way. Um, we're going to be trying a new segment next week. Uh, essentially, our segment is 
We're going to uh, start having people give us little comments in our Discord server, which you can join, by the way. Join our Discord server. Um, and we will be reading some of those off. And also, we're going to come back to our roots a little bit, even though, yes, movies are our roots. We've talked about a lot of film stuff, but we want to get back into video games and stuff, too, at some point. So we will try to game on, fellas. Um, fellas and fellettes. I don't know what the female version of a fella is. Anyways, um, I, I yeah. Either. <clears throat> so with 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 that, um, you come from the fish. Yeah. So with that, um, dudes and dudettes, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Ciao. Salut. All the cool ways to say. Guten Tag. All right. Bye.